Standing on the terrace while his partner pointing up at the rifle man. Coward shooter, never know when your life will end. Then live like there ain't no tomorrow. And if one come, then this the motto. Now put message in motto. You go to the nearest beach and open your condo and walk to the place where the sea meets the land. Yeah, it's easier to run the street than walk in the sand. Hey, I'm talking, young man, as if chalking my hand. I will take y'all. I don't, don't want to come back it's into cool. the show. I want to hear this the rest of this verse, man. I don't want to do this. Oh my God! Man, the best way to bring in 2021 is to start off with. 3000 and that's Andre 3000 on the song called Royal Flush with Big Boy and Raekwon the Show. Sure, 2000 and late. Right. <laughs> that was a good way to start it off too, Dave. Great joke. I like to bring in 2021 first, with Fergie. <laughs> first joke of 2021. I like it, dude. I'm tough, right? You on a roll, man. <laughs> oh, well, my steamy list. You got yours already, right? I did. What? Come on, man. We Before we even introduce ourselves, man, I'm Dev Cruz. This is Dave Cruz. I just introduced us. What'd you spend that stimulus on, Dave? I want to know. Like, come on, man. Just drop some jewels on me, man. One money cannon. <laughs> That's it? Yep. What, what, what? You have money to put inside of it? Nope. So what are you going to shoot? The next stimulus check. <laughs> when we get it. I don't know if we're going to get another one. I think we are. Was, we are. I think that was it. We are, because they TP'd uh, Mitch McConnell's house. <laughs> oh, they did? They threw eggs at him? <laughs> They beat up his second house. They threw hard-boiled eggs at his house. 75 black men went and just gave it all body shots <laughs> to a house. That hurt you. Yo, imagine if you saw 40 people around the perimeter of a house just giving the house body shots. And making the noises. Mock, 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 mock. Mink, mink, mink. <laughs> 40 Philly bulls from South Philly. Fight in a house. Yeah, it would be Pounce, Pounce Side Pat. <laughs> Pounce Side Pat and his whole crew. Yo, I love it here, man. I love it here on the Cruise Control. Um, this is episode 21 of the Cruise Control, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. 21? 21. In what year? 2020. Dude. Yo. I need. I need. Wow. Episode man. 21 to kick off 2021. That's crazy. Tons of fun. I didn't even realize that before Honey we said bun. it. Before you see we how things it. got a rhyme and reason to them? That's true. The universe. <laughs> it's uh, it's fun to be here. It's fun to to finally um, get our first episode started of the new year. We're leaving all the bad vibes behind. We're starting this new year off fresh. That's right. We're starting this new year off fresh. Listen, in 2020, I was just a boy. Now what in are you? In 2021, I'm a man. Mmm. Yo, that's that's crazy, man. Cause I remember you was a boy last episode. Yeah. And right now, you're manlyish. Right. You know what I'm saying? What what makes me manly, Hill? Um, I could you got a stern sterner jaw now. That's right. Uh, so join the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you uh, invented peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You just did that. So I'm just proud of you and all of your accomplishments and what you have going forward for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Your chin hair got way longer. You know what I mean? Now you- I invented peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> so random. By the way, side note: if I was a porn star, my name, my name would be George Washington Carver. <laughs> 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 
And I put my peanuts in your butter. <laughs> George Washington Carver. I like that, man. Tough, what, right? What kind of porn you do? Food porn. <laughs> yeah, I saw this video. Just total side note. We always go random on this on this pod. Saw porn? No, I did. But I saw this video mm. of uh, my six hundred pound life, mm-hmm. where the lady did food porn, and they would pay her to just uh. like. Take her shirt off. She was wearing a bra. Obviously, they showed it on the on the show. But they, she took her shirt off, and she would just sit the plate of she, this episode. She was eating a carrot cake. Mm-hmm. She sat a whole carrot cake on her stomach, mm-hmm. and was just eating the carrot cake off her stomach while talking like seductively. So that's food porn. Is you eat food? Yeah, and people like it. Pay for it. It's like an OnlyFans. Mm. I mean, I fall. <laughs> They right up your alley. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. I'll George Washington Carver. Got all the inventions on deck. What food you gonna start off with though? Like the lady ate a carrot cake. What you gonna start off eating? Quiche. <laughs> quiche. <laughs> you can't eat quiche. It sounds too healthy. Quiche. <laughs> quiche is just a funny sounding food. You're gonna eat quinoa and quiche. We we got to do a top five of stupidest food names one day. That was gonna hurt your soul though, because you think all food names are good. No, nah, some food like I, some names I'll be like, where did they come up with this name? Like Spotted Dick. What? That, yo. You never heard of that? You never heard of that? Guys, you Google it. It's not nothing sexual. I promise you, it is a British food, and it's called Spotted Dick. I 100% promise you. Okay, well, things are backwards over there. That sounds yum. <laughs> Let's imagine ordering a dick at the restaurant. In a <laughs> box? Extra spots, please. <laughs> Give me my extra spotty, please. Ridiculous, dude. Mm-hmm. Nah, come on, man. We 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 off the rails, Dave. I gotta we gotta bring it back, man. We yeah, gotta bring get it back. Yeah, get back with the train, baby. Um back on the rails, yo. What? Episode twenty one. Yeah. We wanna thank everybody for for, real. for, for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a really fun episode mm-hmm. when we did the live IG live simulcast. Yes, so many yes, people yes, tuned yes. in. Yes, um, we did a we did like a live top five where we actually did a top five, and then we had people chime in against us if they thought otherwise. We had somebody put their own top five. Yes. That was amazing. Shout out to my man Greg, man. Greg's that been listening amazing. since like, episode one, and he's continued to support the the live and support us. So. It's my man's right there. I'm gonna be right honest, there. Dev. I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't know what to expect. I thought there would be like three people. It's Christmas. What was it? Christmas Day. Christmas Day. It's Christmas Day in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. People getting either giving gifts or getting ready to go somewhere. Even mm-hmm. though you shouldn't have gone to more than ten pla- people in the place. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but super spreader. getting ready to travel somewhere mm-hmm. or uh, having breakfast or brunch and. People showed up. Like I was pleasantly yeah. surprised at how many people was on the live interacting with us, watching. So all in Thank all, you to everybody. All in all, we got a total of thirty-four people total that showed up and like tuned in and said what's up and talked to us. People was chiming in from work. I know Ari Lennox could never. I know could. Nicki Minaj could never. They could. <laughs> they could just quite. We bigger than Clubhouse. <laughs> come in here, and give me your best moan. We bigger than Clubhouse. I need all the sandwich artists to come in here. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta play that video, Dad. I will. I'll play that. Joe's hilarious. I'll play it later. I'll play it later. But um, 
but no, we we had a total of about 34 people show up. People was chiming in from work. Um, I know I had a, fr- a couple friends who works at a hospital. Their nurses chiming in saying just wanted to show love. People chiming in, you know, with their families. We had cops chiming in. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We like we, this. We like the cops. <laughs> Firefighters. We had yeah. We had uh, podiatrists, psychiatrists. We had um, um, ho- uh, housekeepers. Housekeepers. We had hotel workers, um, brothels, connoisseurs. We had car- carnivorous connoisseurs chime in. We had fantasy football league owners. Yes. We had Sir Lucius <laughs> chiming in. We had um, Barack Obama was on for like five minutes. Yeah, Peroxide Obama. We had Barack Obama. Did you say Barack? Barack. <laughs> I thought you said <laughs> Barack Obama. Barack Obama. <laughs> That's the perk, Barack Obama. Um, Nah, but we thank you guys for tuning in. We love you guys. We appreciate everything that you guys yes. give to this podcast. And like we said, 2021, a couple of people have said this to me already, and I'm going to say it over the podcast. This this the, this the year to control, man. This the year that cruise control gets out there, and we get into everybody's ear, and we just start going like this. <laughs> we just start making random noises in everybody's ear. <laughs> They once if we ever hit fame, I want our first episode to be mad weird. <laughs> I just want us to be like, yo, why do so many people listen to y'all? <laughs> like everybody be like, yo, these boys is funny. Like we know who they are, <laughs> and we just fold. <laughs> I want for the first ten minutes to just be giving somebody body shots. Like that, Mike. <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> Stupid man. But uh, 2021 is the year of the control, man. But you know who 2021 is not the year of, Dave? What's that? It's not the year of the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Because we stink. Mm. We Yo, we haven't talked about sports on this podcast in a minute. We haven't. But Even the, though we, you know, the we e- got like the Sixers logo in the background of our, the, of yeah. our cruise control. That's true. The Sixers are fine right now. The Sixers are tough. The Sixers are but a great team. We got a lot of Philly listeners and the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, they sucked this year, <laughs> so we do we do owe it to them and to ourselves to kind of give a year in review, uh, and also talk about this last game, which was hilarious. So because people was up in arms. So I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, um, this year was sickening, and that's coming from a Giants player mm-hmm. who's who's voicing their displeasure with the Eagles in that last it game. Was, though it was sickening. Now listen, at the end of the day, this was a bad year all around. What we had four wins. We had four wins. Mm-hmm. We had a tie. Four eleven and one. Four eleven. How and you one. tie? How you tie? How you get a tie? And you a professional athlete? Y'all train all your lives for this, and y'all tie. Y'all should mix or something. Even if you lose, rumble. Yeah. Mink, mink, mink. Something should happen. Pink, pink, pink. But nothing happened. All that happened was that at the end of the year, they should. Yo, if if there's a tie in football, they should put two. Two, the two fastest players from each team at the 50 yard line <laughs> and have them run to the end zone. And the first one to get to the end zone wins the game for their team. If there's not, nah, there's got to be a, a rumble. sudden death. You got to be a sudden rumble. It has to be. There's no other way football would have it. A race is to have two. the two head coaches rumble each other. <laughs> right. Yo. Only be, wrapped hands, though. No no gloves, but wrapped hands. They be having so the, put tape. the buff head coaches coming out. <laughs> They be having the, all the head coaches start working out because case of a tie, you got to rumble. 
But no, nah, man, it was a bad year all around. It was. It, it just sucked all around. We this were terrible. losing to bad teams. We were a bad team in ourselves. We couldn't get healthy. The coaching was questionable. Our our superstar quarterback and Carson Wentz pooped the bed. Got Jalen Hurts came in, brought fire to Poop. the team. <laughs> pooped. <laughs> He sharded on the bed. Jalen Hurts came in. He put fire to the team. Got us a win against the best defense in the NFL. And you know why? Why? Because his swag was up. Listen. It's turning up his swag. <laughs> Tell me that you didn't feel that in your in your spirit when Jalen Hurts came out on the listen, field for the first time. Listen. I, and, I, and I was telling Dave this. Polo on my body <laughs> in the middle of Jumanji. Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> Listen, and I, I was telling I was telling Dave this from the get go. For those who don't know, Carson Wentz is just too nice, Dave. And you know what I've been saying to you, Dave. What I've been saying to you, I'm saying Carson Wentz is just too nice. Every time after the game, after they lose, I just want to start off by thanking my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for protecting me through all my battles. Thee who was out sin stole the first stone. Uh, when two or more are gathered, am I right? <laughs> like all that stuff Yo, is his nutty. lunch truck was named Thy Kingdom Crumb. Wait, wait. For those who don't know, what's Carson Wentz's lunch truck name? Thy Kingdom Crumb. <laughs> You can hit a, get a, a, go, a holy guacamole <laughs> sandwich. Yo, what the heck? Thy kingdom crumb, thy will be done. You can get a chicken breastplate of righteousness. <laughs> That's crazy. Thy kingdom crumb. This boy had a, a lunch truck run by pastors that was called Thy Kingdom Crumb, dude. <laughs> Nutty. All pastors serving the food. All pastor work. <laughs> like, what? Next. Would you like a holy water with that? <laughs> Would you like a 20 ounce bottle of holy water? <laughs> like, serving holy water by the ounce, dude. Are you kidding me? Going out there saying all that stuff. Listen. I love God, but where was he at when Carson Wentz was pooping the bed when he was sharting on the bed? So you're saying Carson Wentz is, is just too... He's too nice. He didn't have nice. no fire. He don't, got, he don't got... He didn't motivate his team to do anything. He is kind of entitled to. Yeah, he's... Yeah. He's, you know, he, he was golden boy, second round pick. I mean, second overall pick. Yeah. And don't look... Don't. And other than... I was telling somebody this earlier. Mm-hmm. Other than the fact that he went to North Dakota State, which was... D1, what, D1A? Yeah, D1A. So he wasn't, like, at a D1 school. That's maybe the only adversity he's faced. But I'm sure there he was treated like royalty. I'm sure in his high school he was treated like royalty. Because he probably you get drafted second, and you're treated here like royalty. Like, you got the keys to the castle. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to be honest, like, the team was never really motivated. Like, no matter what they say about Carson Wentz, hey, look, y'all want to swag up and say all this stuff? Yo, everybody loves Carson Wentz. The team went to the chip with a backup quarterback, okay? Let's just be real. And they won it. No matter what, you, without that Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz that season, we don't go nowhere. But at the end of the day, he didn't win it all. No, let me be clear. Be clear. I am sad. I I, I did see a lot of promise in Carson Wentz. I did too, of course. And I did think that the type of player that he thought I thought he was going to be, that that's the type of player you need to actually have long, sustained success. I think I look at Cam Newton and I'm like, okay, there is a trend now with um, running quarterbacks and, and guys who can throw and pass. Yeah, I mean, throw and run. Lamar Jackson and stuff like that. But yeah. I, Cam Newton makes me wonder about the shelf life of those. I mean, if anything, I'm hoping 
Hurts is more of a Russell Wilson than a Cam, for sure. Yeah, for sure. But, for sure. you know, uh, we got to see. We got to see where the league is trending. But I really did think Wentz was the prototypical quarterback you look for. And then he had that magical 2017 until he got hurt. And then since then, he really hasn't been the same. So I don't know what's going to happen. But you know, yeah, I would agree with you that he just didn't seem to have the build. He doesn't seem to have the build and the mental makeup. To be in this city specifically, yeah, honestly, and what and hurts? <laughs> what you, hurts? Listen, hurts. You know, know what, what hurts got? You know what hurts was all about. Hurts was my man from the get go. What's the huh? Yeah. Wait, as soon as you say his name, hey. man, I got his Okay, my head not in my bag. Okay, you know what poppin' He was swagged up and that's me in the background. Oh what? What part? My head not to my back. What? That's me. Yo, you tough. You didn't know that. Factoid of the day. Yeah. Yo, man. They they had to get top notch to say what because that was it and that's what Jalen Hurts brought to the team, bro. He swag surfed his way into a starting spot and like I said, he he played the last four games, played them well too. Look, don't get me wrong, that 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 uh that last game that he played, he went seven for twenty. He had two touchdowns though, thirty four rushing yards, like seventy seven. Talking about this last yeah the last game, game against the, against the he uh, ran for two touchdowns. He ran for two every t- time he ran in for a touchdown, I was like this. You know I'm poppin' tag You man, I got I swear when I surf Now I be surfin' swag I'm on hip Swag surfing out here, man. Webbles on my body, and I'm Jimmy and Jumanji. <laughs> they never said Jumanji, not once. They definitely said Jumanji. Nah, don't get me wrong. He made mistakes. He is a rookie. He is bound to make mistakes, as any rookie is. Okay, you got to give the guy some credit. Um, he brought this team. Listen, we all know this. If Carson was still playing, these games beating the Saints, coming within one touchdown to Arizona, you know, only losing by four to even with a backup quarterback coming into the Redskins. And I'm not going to skip that Cowboys game, but the Cowboys game, I felt like the coaches got out coached. You were up 17 to three, didn't make no changes to your team. People got hurt. You got blown out at the end of the day. It is what it is. And then the Cowboys got stomped by the by the by the Giants. Let me ask you a question. Tell me. Did they throw the game to me? Did the Eagles throw the game? I want that six overall pick. <laughs> I'm putting stuff out there. All right, all right. Let me be honest you with you. You know he is trash. Coming into this, coming into this game, the Eagles were missing ten plus starters. On each side, like all together on each side of the ball. Okay. Ten plus starters. Fletcher Cox, the your best defensive player, probably a top five defensive player in the league. Agree or disagree? Agree. Agree. You're missing um Deborah Cox. Deborah Cox. Because we can't be friends. <laughs> you caught me with that one. You're missing Dallas Goddard, who's another great tight end. You're missing two offensive linemen who are out with quote unquote injuries. You're missing uh, you know, safeties, cornerbacks. All around the board, you're just missing people, wide receivers. All right. You come into this game, you're 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 Doug Peterson, you're saying, I'm gonna put all these guys on an injury report. 
by halftime, going maybe third quarter, we'll be getting blown out. I could put Nate Sudfeld in. All of this will go under the rug. Jalen Hurts comes out here, scores you two touchdowns, you take the lead. Now, all of a sudden, you're down by three heading into the third quarter, and you're saying, I told Sudfeld he was going to get some tick today. I told him. I sat. I benched Carson Wentz. He was a healthy scratch. TikTok. I said, Sudfeld, you're going to get in. You're going to play. I'm coming into the fourth quarter. We're supposed to be getting blown out by now. I'm going to put this guy in because, one, the Redskins are going to play their best defense, and they're going to hurt your quarterback. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna come after this dude. They're going to try to get him out of there. They're going to try to knock him out, as in any defense would do in a tight game like that. So you're going to risk. They're saying Carson is unhappy. You have Jalen Hurts here. You're going to risk losing Jalen Hurts, who quite who could frankly be your starting quarterback next year because of a – to get to be five and eleven, and so the Giants could go into the playoffs. Who they're going to get stomped by the Saints or the the Redskins, who are going to get stomped by the Saints? Like it, to me, it it it, it doesn't matter. Okay, and, and Dave, I know you keep up with the sports. I know you saw all the, and you still hear it today, guys. The Eagles are on the front of ev- front page of everything. All right, we're getting killed out there in the, in the news world, and this is making headlines and news, not even just sports. This is people talking about you not being uh, um, a student of the game. You're not being. It's hilarious to me. What do you? What, it's what hilarious do you think, to man? me. What like, do you think, man? I'm just saying. Why are you on social media running? <laughs> Why are you opening your gifts early? <laughs> no. Why are you on social media butthurt that another team didn't win or try hard to win to help you because you couldn't win? Like, the Giants are the nuttiest. <laughs> how about you just win more games? Yeah, like, how about you just be better and you don't got to worry about the Eagles beating the Washington football team in the last game of the season? They was really on social media. <laughs> Press, dude. Go ahead, Dave. Read why them is why on God's green earth is Jalen Hurts not in the game? This is sickening. <laughs> Darius Slayton said this is sickening. He was throwing up in his toilet in his, in his penthouse suite. He's ooh, ooh. <laughs> right in his oh, pe- in his penthouse suite. When this I'm- is sickening. <laughs> you play the game to win. Point blank. Period. JJ Watt said it best the other day. Outside of how it affects us, this is just disrespectful to the game. Then Golden Taint. Came on here. Golden Tate, didn't he play for he us? He said, I, I think the Eagles just hate us more than Washington. That's the only thing that could make sense, right? And then Saquon Barkley was tough. Can someone make sense? Make it make sense to me what's going on? Question mark. And then and then Golden Tate responds back to that. And then that integrity. <laughs> and then Blake Martinez, who was Blake Griffin's brother. <laughs> da, 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 da. And then the biggest bum of them all. Eli Manning. Uh, this is why we don't like the Eagles. <laughs> Eli Manning goes and says to, to end it all off, this is why we don't like the Eagles. Eli Manning, we don't like you either, boy. You suck. You got a suck a left baby's, uh, baby's left nut. Yeah, you got a sleepy face. And you ugly. And you, you can't read. And you can't write. And if I see you in the streets, homie, mink, 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 body shots. I just I, I'm 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 flabbergasted that <laughs> that the ball was sickened <laughs> that his team lost he had and they're trash. He had to call out for right? you on a trash team. <laughs> you on a trash squad? Y'all can't win. Y'all won just what? Just as many games as us? They won six. six? So they y'all won, won two more games than us. The team that won the division won it at seven and nine. Mm-hmm. So you couldn't get two more wins the whole season. <laughs> But you mad at the you sickened at the Eagles 
blowing chunks in your in your house because they put Nate Sudfeld in. Now, granted, Hertz through the three quarters was seven for 20, 72 yards and an interception. He had two touchdowns, though, and he scored them both he while running. He right. ran for two touchdowns. He had 34 yards carrying the ball. So all in all, Jalen Hurts had 106 yards total, two touchdowns, and an interception. All right, let's 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 call a spade a spade. Let's get down to brass tacks here, so we can move on. Go ahead. Do I think the Eagles did it intentionally so that they could just kind of put in corny people and and also save uh, preserve Hurts? What? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and now what next? But it don't matter. And then what? <laughs> but it don't matter. <laughs> the Giants look stupid. They they actually look stupid. For complaining that the Eagles should have won. And then national people like uh, the boy Sal Powell. <laughs> Sal Powell. He really got on, he really got on a, a radio show and said the league should investigate this. Like it's the 1919 World Series. <laughs> like with a magnifying glass. Like the Black Sox. Like you're going to get uh, <laughs> the boy from Knives Out to come and investigate this. There's something afoot here. <laughs> I must determine what it is. Right. I do declare there has been a murder. Investigate this. They're going to get Inspector Gadget on this, John. He will come out here. Now, Doug Peterson, I heard you cannot lie. And that if you do, you have the sudden urge to blow chunks. Like, it's so stupid. Now, where was Ransom? It's so stupid. It's, it's honestly stupid. He said the league should investigate the Eagles, yo. <laughs> and Doug and Doug did like the mafia put him up to it or something like that. <laughs> this is this is ridiculous, yeah. And then and then Doug did talk about it. Okay, um, he told reporters that he was coaching to win, that his decision uh, was uh, was to start Nate because at the end of the day, Nate's been here for four years, and I felt like he deserved an opportunity to get some snaps. He said, if people thought we were not trying to win, Brandon Graham was out there, Darius Slay, Zach Ertz, all their top guys who were able to play were playing. So they were trying to win the game. That's a lie. (laughs) You know? I mean, yeah, you want to put your best players out there, and did they put their best players out there? No. Yeah. But again, that's that's not unusual. Yeah. Every team that, like, teams that, like, teams that had Drew Brees, if they have rough years, the last game or two, they just sit Drew Brees out. He got to fix his rib or something like that. Or they, he got to have broken fibula or something that they need to... They just make up an injury, sit him out. How about, or just sit him out for rest. How about in the NBA? Forget the NFL, the NBA. The Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard was sit out. That was a big discussion about Kawhi Leonard sitting out, taking a certain game. And B was sit out because he needed rest and this, load management and all that. This is not an unusual thing. The thing is, the Sixers tanked for four years straight. Right. The process was a four-year tank. I've never seen... And yeah, it caught media attention, but like... It wasn't to the point of where people are like, I'm gagging with the spoon right now. I'm throwing up in my said, mouth. This is sickening. <laughs> sickening. How dare they not help us get in? This sucks. Yo, forget them, man. Forget. But listen, forget them. Forget the Giants for being so garbage. Yeah, I appreciate him for putting Nate Suffield in, and Suffield immediately fumbled on the (laughs) first snap of the fourth quarter. Off Rippy Kelsey was like, "Here, take this bad snap. I'm out of here." And uh, we ended up losing. What was the game? What was the score? 20, 20 to 14. To 14. We lost by six. So we lost. <laughs> then we got that six round, that six overall pick. Yeah. You know how I was feeling. Yeah. You know how I was feeling too, dude. I was like this. Eat the ball. Oh. Okay. 
<laughs> this is how I walked up. Hey, how we ball in the club? I know you hate okay. it. Mommy dancing on the floor like she making. When she laid out with you, I know she faking. All the girls give it to me, I ain't gotta take it. Oh, pop champagne. Oh, for the Barack champagne. Remember when they did that song for the Barack campaign? They did, and he won. They're playing it all over Power 99. <laughs> He definitely Shout out to the legend Ron Browns Ron Browns with that With that classic That was in my heyday Back in 09 And then guess what At the end of the day Y'all talking all this Rah rah Oh you play to win You play to win But when we grab Jamar Chase in the draft And we got a, a stud At wide receiver Or we grab Devontae Smith In the draft Suck my nuts That's all I gotta say mm. Everybody's mad You'll get over it It's okay The Eagles sucked from day one And they sucked On the last day of the season It's okay It's nothing to be mad about Yeah Giants when we see you next year We gonna see you next year That's it It is what it is It is what it is Stop being sickened (laughs) There's other stuff That are sickening in the world Alright There's other stuff That's going on That should make you sick to your stomach That makes you step back And go Wow I can't believe that man I can't believe that just happened Something like Something like the Snoop Dogg and Eminem beef going on right now, Dave. That's kind of sickening to me, dude. That's kind of ridiculous and to a point, man. You're sickened by this? I'm mad because I like both of them, man. They're both great artists, in my opinion. They're good guys. They both have a, a, a well-known name in hip hop, mm-hmm. and they're just beefing with each other. Did you hear about this? Did you hear where it all started? Did you kind of get a a sense of everything of what's going on? Yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. You know, it's been out for a little while now. So, but let's let's clear everybody in. Let's 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 because I know we got you know two two legends. We got two legends right now beefing it. We got some people who probably don't stick up with hip hop, but they know the names. So everybody knows who Eminem and Snoop Dogg is, though. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah, they are top tier artists legends. in general. Yeah. So Snoop Dogg went on a um um a show called The Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and they were doing like a Zoom chat, and this is what he had to say about. Eminem. This nigga find jewels and he make Eminem, the great white hope. White rappers had zero respect in rap. Let's keep that one thou wow. None. Thou-wow. He has probably put Eminem in a position where he could be labeled as one of the top 10 rappers ever. I don't think so, but the game feels like he's top 10 lyricists and all that that comes with it, but that's just because he's with Dr. Dre and Dr. Dre helped him find the best Eminem that he could find. See, I see. I feel like people like you, Snoop, keep keep people honest because I I, I I respect Eminem. Yes, yeah, sure. And I can right. see why people would have him in his top ten, top five. I personally don't. You've Me been neither. Around, you've been around a long time. Why don't you have him in your top ten? Because there's some niggas in the '80s that he can't fuck with. Like who? Like Rock Him? Yes, sir. Like Big Daddy Kane? Yes, sir. Like KRS One? Like LL Cool J? Shall I go on? I love uh, this. Yeah, yeah. Like Ice Cube. You understand me? I ain't got no time to play with it. It is what it is. It's like, Cuz did that. He did that to the fullest. That's one of my teammates. That's one of my brothers. Mm-hmm. He did that. But when you're talking about this hip-hop shit that I can't live without, I can live without that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Okay, so Snoop had a <laughs> he had a bunch to say. He had a bunch to say. So Eminem, after he heard this, obviously he's not gonna let it slide. What do you say to somebody you hate? <laughs> he's not gonna let it slide. So Eminem came out with an album. Uh, it was like he came out with an album called "Music to Be Murdered By," but then he came out with sixteen more songs to the album, like a B side to the album. So in his song called "Zeus," Eminem then responds back to Snoop Dogg. Um, I haven't listened to this. You haven't listened to this? Nah. Okay. I wasn't going back to listen to another 16 songs on this thing. Yeah. Album. It was all right. But here, I'll let, I'll let the people listen to it. And as far as squashing beef, I'm used to people knocking me, but just not in my camp. And diplomatic, because I'm trying to be lasting. I need a snoop dogging me. Man, dog, you was like a damn god to me. Nah, not really. <laughs> I had dog backwards. But I'm starting to think all these people taking shots at me. Shit, it's no wonder I'll be on my own. <laughs> So if you couldn't catch up Because Eminem raps a little fast He says basically um, Last thing I needed was Snoop Dogg and me uh, uh, Man dog was like a god to me Nah not really I had dog backwards That's tough um, <laughs> And that was basically his little knock at Snoop Dogg Saying that he used to He doesn't think that Snoop Dogg is up there He really doesn't have him As a, like a god to him And he said he's not squashing the beef So then uh Instagram random Instagram post called um Eminem Facts on Instagram follow them for all your Eminem facts. They put out a post that said was Snoop disrespectful when he said he couldn't live without Eminem's music. And Snoop Dogg said Snoop Dogg responded and said you better pray I don't answer that soft ass shit. Excuse my language to all my aunts and uncles and family listening. Um wow said his music is garbage said it was soft and he said he better hope i don't respond eminem then goes on a radio his radio show called the uh, shade 45 and responds by saying why he got so mad at snoop um he said he got mad at snoop because snoop uh said that he could live without his music he said everything else was cool mm -hmm. he said that he understands he's been he's not in everybody's top five that people have told him and criticized his music before but he said for for the part of him not um him not being uh whatchamacallit him saying that he's not his uh that he could live without his music he said that's when he kind of took it too far and that's when he had to come at him so i don't know dave i don't know what's going on these are my these are two of my favorite hip hop artists. Um, sickened. I'm sickened to my stomach. I'm stricken with grief. Um, I'm throwing up in the toilet as we speak. <laughs> you know, we I need, don't know, man. What we need? We need more bottles. Tell my hurry up. Tell them wrong brass here. Hottest in America. Give me sixteen bars. Come you know on, man. I'm sickened, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just who who uh, who, who who side you stand on? Eminem. Why? <laughs> Cause he's better than Snoop Dogg. Nah, I think M was nutty here. So, so you're cool with? with he really made a song. No, it wasn't a whole song. It was. I don't a, need anybody dogging me. I don't need anybody bogging me. It wasn't. A, it when wasn't mahogany. Oh, oh, dog backward. That's God to me. <laughs> he, boo! <laughs> you don't gotta respond to everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, I understand that. He and Snoop said, "Yo, Eminem is my guy." Like. That's family. He's on my team. No, he said he said that about Dr. Dre. You weren't listening. Oh well. He said Dr. But he, Dre. But he messes with he messes with Eminem though. They've done songs together. They went on tour together. Mm-hmm. 
the the smoked out John, I think it was. But uh, but look, at the end of the day, dude, you can't be saying that you could live without somebody's music when that's their he's, profession. He's entitled to his opinion. That's their profession, though. No. If you're gonna go on tour, Dave, you're gonna go on tour with somebody. You just yeah, said you all his. You just sounds? said all the accolades. Wait, wait, wait. You just said they went on tour. You said they do music together, and then now all of a sudden, 15, 20 years later, you're gonna say I could live without his music? He first of all, he didn't say Eminem is is one thousand on his list. He just said he's not in his top ten because there are other more legendary. MCs in his eyes that he puts over him. One, nobody, none of them in that Breakfast Club. John asked him, "How do you rank your top? Like, how do you uh, construct your top ten? What's the criteria you use? Maybe he uses impact. That's why he named LL. Would anybody say LL is more lyrical than Eminem? No. And he probably wouldn't if he's being objective about hip hop. But what he's probably saying is, my top ten is about the impact culturally on hip hop." And also, just preference, like, he might not like the content that Eminem puts out. Even early Eminem, when he was talking about, like, slicing his wife in half and all this stuff like that. I don't think he ever said he was going to slice his wife in half. Well, whatever. Like, maybe Snoop just don't... Maybe Snoop didn't resonate super crazy with Eminem's music. He can appreciate his talent and know that he could put lyrics together, but he don't have to like his stuff like that. How do you slice your wife in half? What am I... What am I checking? Duh. That's crazy. You never did that? <laughs> I never had a wife. You oh, know what I'm saying? That's sad. <laughs> did they give any free roses in 2021 on him? Yo, bro, don't even get me started. Let's go back to Snoop Dang. and him, dude. But I think Eminem looks real stupid here. I don't know. I would. He was I, a dog to me. He was a guy to me. Up uh, mahogany, blabbly. If his this was a little better, I think you'd be saying different things. To me, I just. But I, it's just. And now I'm getting tired of Eminem. I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck thousand with go you. Go ahead, man. Keep what did Snoop say? He said he's gonna keep it a what? I'm gonna keep it a hundo quando wando <laughs> with you. What did he say? What did he say? I don't know. He said like a hun, a hun o thou or something like that. He said, I'm going to keep it a fashiga thou with you. <laughs> right? A triggy thou. A triggy thing. <laughs> but I'm going to keep it a being with you. Go ahead. I'm tired of Eminem with all this. This He just responds to everything. Like, he really be hurt. Like, he's sickened. Like, Darius Slayton. <laughs> him and Darius Slayton should do a, a album together. Just them throwing up in there in the same toilet, sickened that Eminem thing. You know, if anybody hates Eminem, he's like, eh. "You was a dog to me. You was a god to me. Mahogany playing Monopoly." <laughs> Said Mahogany playing Monopoly. Like, just cool out, man. Nah, I look. You don't gotta respond to everything. To, to a certain Dave, to me, to a certain extent, you can't be that. You can't be that disrespectful, though. You can't. It's not disrespectful. Yeah, it is. It is. It's not. It is. It is. If we look, we do we do a show. We we both like to do comedy and stuff like that. Say somebody gets on here, we interview them. Somebody famous, somebody who we like. Big pun is not in my top ten. That's fine though. That's fine. Oh, how is that fine? When I know you love Big Pun. Okay, but the thing is, saying Big Pun is in your, not in your top 10, but then also saying, yeah, the world could do without Big Pun's music. He didn't say that. Dave. He said, I could do without it. He hip said, hop, if you he said him, hip hop could do without no, it. he didn't. Dude. Go back. Start from where he says, for Shiga Dow. <laughs> no, because that's like really, really oh, uh, far into the interview. Let me see something. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Where's it at? Where's it at? I think it's like right here. Watch. Listen. He did that to the fullest. That's one of my teammates. That's one of my brothers. That's Dr. Dre. He did that. But when you're talking about this hip-hop shit that I can't live without, I can live without that. I can live without that. 
my god, dude. And that's and that's on for Sugar Dow. <laughs> that's just that's disrespectful, man. It's not. He didn't say people can live without hip hop or hip hop can live without Eminem. He said I can live without it, meaning he don't want to listen to mahogany. You had a so, dog to me. You was so, a god to me. So, Monopoly. So if if Kevin Hart comes out and says I could live without. Dave Chappelle's comedy. How that's, you, his, that's his opinion. But that. But is Dave Chappelle then warrants the? Uh, uh, what is it called? Like is uh, can he then come can he out? Can do a diss special at him? No. Can he then come out and make jokes about Kevin Hart saying, "Yo, you a clown"? Like, what you mean you can't? You could can do it. Jokes is my different comedy. than rap. First of all. Come on, dude. It's the same thing. It's about comp- uh, hip hop and uh, healthy hip hop and healthy uh, comedy stuff. Is the same thing. All right, it's competition. If I'm gonna allow that, it's the same thing, which I don't. I don't think so. It's because competition. You want to be better than the next person, the person next to you. It's all fun. Like you do it for jokes. You do it for hip hop. You do it for the love of the music. You do it for the no, love of comedy. Comedy, but it's different. all competition. I, listen to what I'm saying. I'm saying comedy is different to. because. If, uh, if if Dave Chappelle were to come out and do jokes in his next special about Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart said something funny to him, what he could really be doing is just making light of it because of how stupid it is because that's what comedy does. Hip-hop is like, this is them spilling their guts out. So, like, like a, more ac- a more accurate description is if Dave Chappelle got on a breakfast club and said, yo, I, I wish Kevin Hart would die. What? That's not the same. Eminem is genuinely mad. He's not doing this for like the sake of hip hop. He di- he's doing this because he's actually mad at Snoop. He said, "You was a god to me." Nah, not really. Haha, <laughs> I had dog backwards. Mahogany, monopoly. <laughs> You're reading it. It doesn't say mahogany. Yeah, it's on the next page. It's on the very next page. But he's like, nah, not really. So now you want this Snoop like you like you don't look up to him like you didn't look up to him when you was coming up. He's he's actually butthurt and mad. He's sickening like Darius Slayton. He can be. I'm saying he can be upset. Different, but okay. Let me let's do this. Just again. do it. Just do it. Go ahead. If Ke- if Kevin Hart said I could do without Dave Chappelle in comedy, and he's not in my top ten, and Dave Chappelle came out and said, uh, he did like Kevin a- Hart is little and he's dumb anyway, and I never really thought he was. I know I said that he's sold out all the arenas and I give him respect, but in reality, he's trash. He ain't nothing to me. I would look at Dave Chappelle like that's nutty. That you, why are you responding to this bull? Like, firstly, you a legend. Nobody's no. You don't need to question yourself. And secondly, oh, that seems childish. I don't know, bro. I think you're just doing it for argument's sake because you're trying no, to you're trying saying, to get time to go on I'm the saying, on the pod. And, and also, here's another thing. You you I hate when people do this. Like you start a, a debate or an argument, and then you try to like simplify it. When it's never been that simple. The other part about this Eminem thing that I said is that he has been doing this. He just catches fits and gets in his bag emotionally over the littlest thing. Like, he really had a beef with Benzino. He really had a beef with a boy that sound like a topical ointment, Dev. Didn't Benzino have somebody kill his friend or something like that? Dev, I don't care if, <laughs> if your name. Wait, wait, I don't wait, care wait. what he could have killed. He could have sliced his wife in half. Benzino could have. You never beef with a boy named Benzino. Dave, you are right. you being nutty right? You now. never have a rat beef. He I'm beef a, with Mariah Carey, I'm Dev. A, I'm a sock. Dev, he built. He he beef with a diva, Dev. <laughs> Eminem beefs with literally everybody. He no. had a song where he came out and said, "I was gonna diss Little Wayne and Kanye Drake and, and, and Drake. Drake and Kanye because they was popular." <laughs> He was mad because they was popular, Dad. Dave, he was on drugs at that time, though. It don't matter. It does. All right, is he on drugs now? 
No. Okay, so he's being nutty. He okay. Just because he was in dr- on drugs, the drugs just enhanced the now, nuttiness. Now he has a really he's really sensitive, and it started to look stupid. It might have been interesting if it was like a one off. If Eminem never did stuff like this and never acted this petulant. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out the big words today And then he came out and said Yo I feel really disrespected by Snoop I'd be like mm, This must really hit him Maybe there's something there that we don't know Petulance So to your point about Dave Chappelle Yeah I still would have felt the same way But Pet- also Petulance <laughs> I, if, if Dave Chappelle was being petulant I'd have been like oh, Okay maybe there's something in, Maybe there's something there A little deeper With Eminem it's like Dude you a child though you so, can't get on so, a song and be like, nah, not really. I had dog backwards, mahogany. <laughs> Yo, monopoly. you say mahogany one more time, dude. He never said mahogany, monopoly. He never said any of that. I'm not, I'm not. All right. At the end of the day, Eminem disses people who say disrespectful things to him. You're an artist. You can do what you want. Dave, if we had a pod, we have our own podcast. It's not like the most poppinest thing right now, but say it blows up and say other podcasts start dissing us. Do we not have the right to diss them back? Do we not have the right if you were, if you come if you make a joke about me right now? Do I not have the right to joke about you back or say something about you? He has the right to do what he wants. I'm not saying he don't have a right. Okay, or but he has the option to. I'm saying I don't like the way it looks because it's, he don't need to. That's my first premise. The second premise is Eminem does this often and it's starting to look stupid. I think because he's doing it more often now. That's why he's been doing you're doing it his whole career. That's why you're saying that, dude. Benzino, Mariah Carey, and, and it's misguided. Like. Snoop didn't di- See this is what this. I'm, I'm about ready to move on From this topic Snoop did it Cause what? you also are losing The main point of The Snoop thing Snoop didn't Diss him He's just saying He's not in my top 10 And what he was really saying was He was giving Dr. Dre credit For being an impactful Influential producer He's saying Dr. Dre has made People's careers Like he made Eminem's career Okay Which is a fact And He's just giving it up for Dre. It's not so much a diss to Eminem. It's more of a giving it up to Dre. And then he's saying, personally for me, my personal preference is I don't have Eminem in my top 10. Eminem could be 11. Okay. For Snoop. He's just saying he's not in my top 10. At least you know, at least everybody who's listening now knows if you could become real cool with Dave. Y'all could go do some stuff and then you diss him and Dave's just going to be like, you know, I'm just... Is this the way that it is? Is <laughs> the way that the world turns? Like it's the way that things happen, you know? Oh, he's not saying that I'm not his favorite person, but he's just saying his opinion. No, on if me. somebody diss me, I'd be like mahogany, monopoly, <laughs> not really, haha, <laughs> dog backwards, mobbly. What is a mobbly? What is that? You looking real mobbly? <laughs> that steak is looking real mobbly. Is it a wagyu? <laughs> Marbleized steak, get it? <laughs> yeah, you 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 got me petulant right now, dude. I'm real perpetuating. Now, if Snoop was like, "Yo, I think Poundside Pap is better than Eminem <laughs> because he's black and Eminem's white," then I'd be like, "All right, Snoop, now you bugging because I know he's on he's on a different tip." He never said Eminem isn't tough. All right, bro. He I just don't said know. he's not in my top I, ten. If you if you if if you like you said earlier, uh, you know, and we'll get off the segment in in a couple minutes just to move on with the show, but. As you said earlier, you are on tour with him. You make music with him. Your music is getting a little bit more buzz because as soon as Eminem ties his name to something, as does Snoop Dogg, when Snoop Dogg ties his name to something, it has the same effect. But you are gaining a lot more fans with Eminem being there. He's probably, he's the highest selling artist, of, uh, rapper of all time. It's a fact. 
It's look at the stats. <laughs> so with all that being said, with all that stuff coming in about Eminem and all that, you tie him to your to your tour. You tie him to your music. He's bringing you people who are paying to see you now, who are paying for your music. He's doing all this stuff to help. Uh, you're helping each other's career. Later down the line, you're going to say, yeah, we did those songs together. We did all that stuff together. We went on tour for, for months, but I could do without his music. That's disrespectful, dude. Very disrespectful. And, and look, it's just my opinion. You can say whatever Eminem you want. Eminem did not bring millions of fans to Snoop Dogg. Dave, they both, like I said, that's why I had to justify myself. I said they both did it for each other. So I'm not going to sit here and say like Snoop Dogg doesn't have a big impact he, on, so, okay, on Eminem just either. He, just because he did a couple songs with him does not mean that he has to put him in his top 10. Dave, the, those not, two things don't. I'm not. Connect. I'm not. I'm not upset with the. That's not a non-spurious top, relationship. I'm not upset with the top ten thing. And if you listen to what I said, neither is Eminem. Eminem said, "Cool, you don't have to have me on your top ten. That's fine. I I've done this before. People who are close to me don't even have me on the top ten. He said his biggest thing is when you start disrespecting and say, I can do without his music. If you could do without my music, then don't ask me to come on your tour. Don't ask me to come on your songs. Don't ask me to do music with you." You could do without my music, right? So do without it. So that's being two-faced. That's all I'm saying. Eminem wasn't mad about him being on the top 10. You could do without my music, then get them songs that I did with you. It's a wrap. No more. Let's not do any more music together. You want to go on tour? We're both two hip-hop icons, hip-hop gods. Chalk that tour. We ain't doing it no more since you could do without my music. I feel like Eminem, I agree with you too. He dissed Mariah, that was nutty. He dissed, you know, Britney Spears and Link and Lincoln Park and stuff like he started dissing random bloggers and all that. I get that. That's nutty. But I don't think this is one of those points. I don't think this is one of those nutty disses. I just think Eminem has the right to respond to somebody. Real watch out is is nobody diss Eminem ever. Huh? He'll he, because he's gonna just diss you back. That's what I take from Eminem. He's yeah. childish, petulant. And if King Botch ever said anything about Eminem, he's gonna put King Botch in a song. <laughs> King Botch. Is that his real name? King Batch. I never heard anybody else call him anything else. You ain't no king to me. You're just mahogany. <laughs> Why does he always have to bring the mahogany into it, Dave? You being a nut, man. <laughs> you just a gink. I had King backwards. Ha ha. <laughs> gink. <laughs> He just a gink to me. Ah, dog backwards. Mahogany. King. Monopoly. Eminem need to go somewhere, dude. You need to Cut go somewhere. Cut his wife in half. <laughs> you need to go somewhere. What he, what he really needs to do is he needs to relax. And he needs to... Oh, <laughs> we pop champagne. Oh, we pop champagne. That... <laughs> I'm sorry, I got to clear out. <laughs> Doing chores in the middle of the pile. I gotta let the dog out. He's scratching on the door. He gotta poop. Forget that stupid dog, yo. <laughs> he's gotta poop, man. He's gotta poop. All right, nah. Let's let's bring it back in. Um, Eminem, Snoop. I hope this this goes on because I like to see two hip hop icons go at it back and forth. They're both good at hip hop, so hey, it'll be something good for us to listen to, and we can debate the, you know, the disses as time goes on if they do respond back to each other. But, um, moving on in the show, Dave. Uh. You know, I I don't know what's going on, Dave. I, maybe it's because it's the new year. Maybe it's because I got a new job. But there's something about about this job that's that's catching me off guard. I wanted to bring it to you because I, I, I you're my older brother. You know, I take your opinions to heart and I and I listen to you when you talk to me. So I wanted to get your opinion on this, Dave. 
How do you feel about and there's a story behind this too, so don't so 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 wait for the story. But how do you feel about conversations at the workplace specifically with like hot those who are higher up than you? Is there a limit to it? Is there something that you kind of got to cut it off at? Is there a point of a conversation where you're like, all right, look, I don't like I, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. Or do you listen because it's your boss and you want a higher position? So you just listen and give advice based off of these facts. Let me tell you what happened to me today at work. Right. Mm-hmm. So driving in the car, um, the boss asked, had asked me to drive with him. Mind you, I do landscaping, so we drive to these places here or there. The boss asked me, hey, Dev, I want you to drive with me today. We'll drive to the we'll drive to the job site together. Okay. Cool. We're talking about the Eagles. I'm bringing in up Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, the, the wide receivers, the defense. Randomly, Dave, <laughs> I mean randomly, like in the middle of my in the middle of my sentence, he says, Yeah, um, my uh my wife moved back. <laughs> I was like, Wait, I know this is about to get real because I didn't even know she moved away. The wifey sliced the half. <laughs> the wifey sliced the half. He stitched her back up, mm-hmm. and she moved back. So I'm like, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't want to get into this. I was kind of nervous because I was like, I know what this is gonna lead into. Why did she leave in the first place? Why did she come back? What is happening? So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, he did one of those. Yeah, like the random uh, bringing up the topic. <laughs> In the middle, I was like, I was to me, I was like, yeah, I think Carson Wentz got to like, my wife came back. I was like, what? yes, yes, and my wife came back, and you're like, uh, I, I was like, oh, <laughs> okay, so, so go, go. So he says his wife came back. So I'm like, I'm stuck in a position where I'm like, do I go for it or do I just continue to talk about the Eagles? So I went for it, and I was like, I was like, oh, for real, what happened? Should have never asked that question. <laughs> I should have just I should have just talked about thinking Carson once. So he gets into his I'm not gonna say no names. So he gets into this he gets into his story. He starts back into from the beginning of times. Mm. <laughs> like this is a long ass so, car ride. I was born in 1983. <laughs> so basically, and I'm gonna tell you how it was told to me. Okay. Okay. Basically, this his wife. Uh, she, <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. I, not in the I'm middle listening. of that fart. I farted? <laughs> I think I, the mic picked it up. I, I ain't too. I don't know what you're talking about, dude. Oh my God. You used to be a god to me. I'm about to slice you in the half, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, no, no. Let me get to the story. So he says, so he says, um, my wife has two, my wife has two kids. They lived in a certain place. Mm-hmm. They moved in with me because they were effing up in the place that they were living at. I was like, all right, cool. He said his the oldest daughter of the two mm-hmm. moved in with the boyfriend. A random. She just brought the boy from where they lived. He didn't know. He didn't know who this boy was. What? Is, okay. Okay. Let me continue with my story. <laughs> let me continue with my story. He says he didn't know who the boy was. The boy ends up staying for the holidays. Gets a job. Stays longer. Mm-hmm. Ends up uh, um, getting fired from a job. Getting fired from another job. One thing leads to another He gets the girl pregnant So I'm, at this point I'm like I don't want to know anymore About right. your life dude right. Like please I don't care Please I just want to go Shovel some dirt I want to move one flower From one place <laughs> to another Like that's all I want to do <laughs> Please sir Please sir I don't want no more 
So he's like, yeah. So then, so then he got a good job, and then they all were like, boom, we want to move back to the place that we were living at before. So her two daughters and the dude end up moving back. When they move back to the place, she gets pregnant again. Bam, now she got two kids. He kept saying, bam, like the dude who cooks all the time. <laughs> so he was like, bam, now she's pregnant again. So now she got two kids. Now all of a sudden, they together. We go. I go down there for the holidays to see to see the two kids, see how they're doing. The dude's a big uh, pill head. He starts taking pills. He starts drinking a lot. He said, what happened was he went over there for Christmas this year. Uh, his wife had moved down there to live with the two daughters at the time. Mm. And he said, during Christmas, the dude got really uh, druggied up, drunk, you know, mixture of drugs and alcohol. Don't, inebriated. Don't, he got inebriated. He said he's getting ready to go to bed and he hears a loud, he hears a loud in the background the dude just hit the stepdaughter, right? Mm-hmm. Just slapped her. Dude, <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I don't, why are we doing this? You're like, all I want to do is shovel somebody. I got a feeling I'm not the only one. <laughs> all I want to do. <laughs> Shovel on a couple of bites. Yo. So the boy. He said, boom. Slaps the daughter. Right? So his wife comes running out of the room. She gets in between the dude. You know, obviously, as any mom would. Mm -hmm. Starts arguing with her. He said the dude went and put his hands on his wife. He said... He said, he said, the dude put his hands on my wife, so I threw him over the balcony. <laughs> wait. The bull slaps the daughter. Yeah. And then hits the wife. And then, yeah, because the wife, obviously the wife, wife. the wife got in the way. So right. he put his hands on the wife just to move her out the way so he can get to the daughter. Okay. And then once the my boss saw that, he said, I threw the dude over the balcony. <laughs> okay. Okay. So then he said, "Boom!" He threw the dude over the balcony. The dude's hurt. He takes him to the hospital. He takes him, you know, to to uh, to get to to get better because he's hurt. He got thrown over a balcony. He's hurt. So he said, after the dude leaves the hospital, he comes back and he's like, "I'm gonna kill everybody in this family." So he comes back to the house. He says, "I'm gonna kill everybody here, starting with you." He said, "I threw him over the balcony again." <laughs> Run it back. Like, why did the boy decide to have the argument next to the balcony again? Like, I would have had the argument in the basement. <laughs> I would have had it on. Kill everybody right here near this balcony. Everybody line it up on the balcony. No, you're not. <laughs> Bye-bye. How you get thrown over a balcony? <laughs> Who is he fighting, a kid? <laughs> Yo, this boy got mad balconies <laughs> Yo, he powers up on that balcony. <laughs> Hold on, back up. You said the boy went to the hospital? Yeah. To treat his wound? <laughs> so he got healed from the first throw. From the first balcony. Only to be thrown again. <laughs> oh my god. My stomach hurts. <laughs> He got mad balconies in his house. <laughs> How 
how you get thrown twice over the same balcony? Don't you gotta move from the, like? I just don't get it. Right. Have the argument in a different part of the house. <laughs> I would have had the argument at a pillow like fort or something like that. The softest place I could find. Everybody in here next to the soft bed. <laughs> Everybody lined it up on the couch now. <laughs> Back from the hospital. <laughs> He's still in his hospital gown with the little uh, thing, <laughs> the IV attached. He got his uh, COVID test results in hand. <laughs> he still got the COVID kind uh, squab up his nose. <laughs> and Dad was like, All I want to do is have some fun. That's all you wanted, Dad. We I, didn't want this. I couldn't believe it. It's okay, so he throws him over the drone a second time. Yeah. I know there's more to this story. Yeah, so, no, but that was basically it. So he throws him over the balcony the second time, and then um, going back to his original point, his wife, that was it for her. That was, like, the final straw. Like, she can't live down there no more with them. It's just too much going on. The The daughter has to get her, her ish together with this man. So... That's it. The wife ends up moving back. So that was the story. And so, this was like okay. a 25 That's to 30 minutes. came back. The wife moved down to kind of help the daughter. Exactly. Support the daughter. Exactly. Then the ball gets the double balcony talk. <laughs> and the wife was like, this is too mad. The first balcony was all right, but now this one. Three darts is too much. So, Dave, what, like, I, I need your help, man. I, I, I told you I was going to come to come to you for some advice. What do you do, man? Was I right in the sense of going along with the story and kind of listening to it? Does that give me some points in the sense of he feels like he could trust me now and tell me his balcony tosses? Or should I have just continued on with my regular life and just chalked it up? You know what I mean? Did you ask questions or you were just silent? I was just, I was just like, balconies. Wow, how big was the balcony? He's a two-floor balcony. <laughs> he told me the size of the balcony. He told you how many stories he threw, man? <laughs> But you, you said you you did or didn't ask, or you were just listening? I was just listening. So, I, like, you know, it's like when you listen to somebody talking, like, oh, no, for real, a balcony. <laughs> Two times at the balcony? <laughs> did you DDT him through the, through, the, through the grill next? Like, what happened after this? Um, but, yeah, so I, I was really trying to stay away from the questions because I'm there to work. Cause, oh, see, I, see, I know to- myself, and I ask, I would ask a ton of questions. I would ask What would you have asked? What would you have I would asked? have asked everything. Like as even as you were talking, I was thinking of questions that I had. <laughs> like how long did it how long did this stretch happen where the daughter was having babies and all? Because he kept saying, bam, like you can have a baby twenty minutes after each other. <laughs> she met this guy, then bam, one baby, and then bam, another baby the next minute. Both born on balconies. <laughs> he kept mentioning balconies through the whole thing. He told the boy, you used to be a god to me. I dog backwards, mahogany. Go off this balcony. This balcony is mahogany. (laughs) Get you tossed off of it. But I would have been asking a ton of questions. All right, your question is... Yeah, my main thing is, Dave, like... Were you you right to go along with... To engage, engage in the conversation. Was I right to do that? That's That's a complex question. And have you ever been in that position? Now, oh, this is another part of the story I forgot to tell you. So... Um, for those who don't know, I work with my cousin. 
right? Mm-hmm. Tis. You know what I mean? Beans, just for those who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, he told Beans to the same story, but a different for fabricated rules and stuff like that. Mm. He told him a totally different thing. He said, <laughs> he told him the same story with just more embellishments and and yeah, with different you know, things, with different uh uh things. How that, high was the balcony in his story? <laughs> no, it was two stories, but this the different story is that um he said so that everything was the same up until the uh the the uh, stepdaughter got man this book threw him off the balcony. <laughs> That's the no, but listen, listen, listen. No, that's where the story changes. So he told Beans, he said, listen, he said, the dude hit my, he said he hit my stepdaughter. When my wife went out there to go stop the fight, he went to go push her. When he, when he put his hands on her to go move her, I went over her shoulder and stole him. So he said he did a, uh, he did a flying punch <laughs> over his wife's shoulder right. and socked the boy. He said he socked the ball so Hard, he flipped over the balcony okay, like yeah, he yeah. said he hit him so hard that. that he you ever got it so hard? <laughs> he said that he hit, he hit like him with the falcon punch. He stumbled back. He stumbled back right. and like like he didn't punch him his hardest that he fell. He flew off the balcony, but he punched him. He stumbled back and that's what tipped him over the balcony. Right. And then he said and then he said what saved him was that. His son, his other son-in-law that was there at the house as well, mm-hmm. was getting changed and put on his uh, state trooper uniform. And when the cops showed up, this the son, the son-in-law was like, "Yeah, he's with me. Like, there's no issues here." And the cop was like, "Okay, sir. Like, we don't want no problems with you, state trooper." And that was it. That was the end of it. So he has a son-in-law, a different son-in-law, a, a good one, who was getting, who had just happened to be changed into his state trooper outfit <laughs> after the, while the balcony <laughs> incident was occurring. And then he comes out. He's like, he's cool. Immunity. immunity. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> he's like, but we gotta investigate this balcony toss that occurred. There was no balcony toss, sir. He just was down here like this on the shovel. He fell with like Peter Griffin, <laughs> all broken. Yeah, like who got that much clout? Stupid son-in-law, state trooper, <laughs> super trooper. But you see, like now, now. Is this a test that he was trying to see who was because obviously Alright, let me let me hop in. Go ahead, go ahead, let go ahead. Give you some context. Go ahead. There's a couple options of what could be happening like before that we even talk about the story. And this concept of do you give your bosses or people at your job audience and listen to their plight or mm-hmm. or not. The first thing is he could just be a a, a fibber. He could just be a straight up storyteller, like, yeah, like okay. driving a different landscape and jobs. He just want to tell these fantastical stories about how he found a declaration of independence in his attic, or he, you know, uh, threw somebody off two balconies, <laughs> built a balcony and threw him off that one. He built it while he was in the hospital. <laughs> he um, had a fresh balcony waiting for him. <laughs> his, his hospital room was on a balcony. Paul can never look at a balcony the same again, dude. This this hotel has a balcony. Check it out. <laughs> um, but he might just be a fibber. Firstly, he might just be an embellisher, guy who tell likes to tell fan, fantastical stories. Right. And so you might have to keep an eye out for that. that. That's the first thing. The second thing is if it's true, um, it could just be that he's a guy who. 
feels like that's a way to connect with his employees and staff that way. Through stories? Yes, just by giving insight into his life. And some guys are like super confident in themselves at the point where it's like, I could tell you that I'm sleeping around with three women and it don't matter because I'm that bull. And you ain't never going to say nothing either because you're a peon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like there's guys who they're just uber confident to the point where they'll, they'll spill the beans on everything in casual conversation because they just swagged up. Right. Which isn't great. I'm just saying that's a thing. Right. All right. Right. So with those two things established, and you'll probably have to figure that out by future observation, given a boss, given somebody audience at work, I would say it's never a bad thing, Dev. Honestly, if I'm keep it, a, if I'm gonna keep it a fashigadal dial with Come you, on, man. It's not. I don't know why you're so averse to it. But firstly, if you listen to them and you really don't care about them or their story, you're still giving them the airtime. Dave, man. So you're. It's, it's almost like building social clout, Dev. It's like, oh, Dev was the one listening to me. Because check it out. If another boy from your job does give him the ear audience, or you're always turning him down to listen to his stories about balcony tossings, <laughs> and then the other boy listens, when that promotion comes up or something else comes up, who's the one that listened to my stories? Who's the one that I busted up with? Who's the one that told me they once threw somebody off a balcony and we shared that uh, commonality together? Me. <laughs> right. Now, you're not getting the promotion because you think you're cool and turning down all the stories and talking about Carson Wentz or only what you want to talk about. So strategically, like from a politics strategy standpoint, it is beneficial to listen to co-worker stories. One, it ain't no skin off your bone, your teeth. All you got to do is listen. They give, they spilling the beans on their life. It's fine. If you don't want to share intimate stories about your life, you don't have to. But if they want to cop up and confess on things, hey. I'm just killing time in this car anyway. Secondly, <laughs> secondly, not only does it build up that social clout, but it also makes them trust you a little more. Especially if it could just kind of lives and dies there. Which for you it should because you have no reason to be going around telling his exploits. Like, yo, did you hear about the boss, man? <laughs> Y'all seen balconies before, right? You ever saw someone tossed off one? He did it twice to the same guy. I heard he I heard he threw him off a four story balcony, caught him on the second story balcony, and then threw him off the second story. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. So you build trust. I think it's never a bad thing to listen to some stories. Now, I feel like though what you're trying to say is, does it compromise you or him? Like, are you scared that now that you have this information about the slapping balcony situation? That it like compromises you in some way, or you just flat out just didn't weren't interested. And the conversation, no the story. I, I, my whole I'm thing. I'm trying to find out why you was bothered with it. I was bothered with it because I don't like to mix like friendship and all that with work. I don't. I, I've I've learned to stay away from that. I've mm-hmm. I've got I've got my friends. I don't know if they, that's realistic. I got my friends. They know who they are. I listen to their stories intently. I want to give them advice. I love them. I got my family and you. Davi, mom, pop, I love them. I love y'all. So I want to listen to your story. Do you love us though? I could truly tell me your balcony story. I'll be so into it. You know what I mean? Because I know you told you know you sliced your wife in half and threw her body off a balcony. I know what you about. You know what I'm saying? Damn it, jeez. <laughs> you threw her off a balcony, had a sword waiting at the bottom. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a Mortal Kombat execution. But all I'm saying is that. I, I, I can't I'm the type of person That I can't really sit there And be like No for a balcony 
how many two and two separate occasions like i can't do that unless i truly love you unless i truly care about so what you just don't care right what you're but that's but that's what i mean though is that going to compromise my job because like you said earlier he is now going to go to somebody else and say yo you take this drive with me check out this balcony I story so. i got i absolutely think so yeah i think there's value in making yourself available to that also what you're saying is kind of naive and unrealistic like you make friends in your job like we, most of us spend the most significant hours in our week at work i listen i agree if you have a 72 hour week how many week how many hours in a week uh, it's not 72 128 I don't know them How many, how many 24 times 7 Yeah calculate that We're gonna take a quick calculation <laughs> We'll be back in the cruise control 168 168 hours in a week And mm-hmm. you work 40 of them I know I work like 50 of them probably You work 50 of them mm-hmm. I mean that's a good chunk of time To be with these people That's not insignificant It's not like you only see them 8 hours But what I, what I would What I would argue with you back is some people find this, don't get me wrong, but usually by the time you're in your job that you have for life, you know what I mean? Like a job that you're stable in and you're working there for years, you kind of already have those friends. You know what I mean? I know. What do you mean? Like outside of the job space? Th- those, your closest friends, you already have. Your best friends, those, your boys, your homies, your homegirls. No, but okay, I'm not saying that you won't have friends outside of work. What I'm saying is you build friendships and actual relationships at work. If you are invested in the job or if you've been there longer than... See, that might be something. It might be that you just haven't been at a job long enough or been at a job that is you're invested in enough... To care much about it. Yeah. Like, you're, you've you been at jobs where it's kind of in and out, high by, you know, let me punch in, punch out, and just make my money. That is true. You haven't been at a job where it's like, you should come to this barbecue we having or yeah you know what i mean come to our other company picnic or yeah. come to my son's graduation or something that's true and this might be your first chance to do that so you just might need experience with it but um i would say the best thing here honestly my advice should throw somebody throw else on balcony. Balcony. <laughs> <laughs> throw somebody off a balcony and be like I want to see you dance. See you dance. <laughs> nah, man, but I, I think I, I think I'll take your advice. I think that's a sound advice that I haven't had a job that's really that I've felt comfortable and stable in and something that I really like and something that I feel like I can grow in and make, you know, these friends. And like you said, go to these uh, work parties or these these uh, graduations or these, you know, these barbecues and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think that's you, what I want to do. You got to think strategically about it. Sometimes it's not about the thing that you're being told or you got this like quirky boss who got these crazy stories or whatever. It's more like I'm here. Let me make a relationship with this person. So let me listen to their nuttiness. I've had some I had several nutty supervisors and it's like I'm going to sit there and listen to you for an hour. Sometimes it's a a nice little perk too. you you get to sit in the break room for an hour and a half. A free hour of nonsense. Yeah, because your boss wants to talk to you, and they're cool with it because they're the boss, and they, you know, make your schedule or whatever. And then you're like, cool, I'm chilling. I made a little clout. You know, I got a little favor, curried a little favor, whatever. And then, you, you know, know what? with time, that turns into more opportunities, more things. I'm not saying you have to subject yourself to craziness, 
but within reason, I think it's perfect. You know what, Dave? You're right. I'm I'm gonna clap that up for you, man. I think you're right. I think this is something that I want to get into because this I do like this job. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say it right here, right now. Cruise Control. It is January third, I believe. January fourth. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say this right here, right now. That's my New Year's resolution, man. To to do what? To 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 kind of get cooler with the people that I work with. To kind of build that that connection with them. You know what I mean? Mm, to kind of to kind of build, huh? Not gonna work. Uh, what? Not gonna work. I'm gonna build that connection with my coworkers. Yeah. And, 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 and every every week we're gonna throw each other off a balcony to get the feeling, <laughs> and it's gonna be a continuous balcony toss. All right. You're gonna stay this nutty. No. Cause, cause when I have a New Year's resolution, I go through with it. Nah, man, I probably won't keep it. <laughs> but that's a great segue into our top five this week. We got to come up with a, a top five noise. Or something like. If anybody listening to us is a rapper or artist, musical artist, singer, instrumentalist, somebody come up with like a song that could intro our top five. You know, our debate style top five. Every week we try to have a different top five right. against each other. And we'll... uh. Somebody come up with a song or something, a little intro piece. Mm-hmm. Send it to us. Email it to us at. Do we have an email for the cruise control? Pod? No, just DM us that you did it. DM <laughs> us on on Instagram at cruise underscore control. Or hit pod. us up on um, Clubhouse. Yeah, at, mo- at moaningnoise.com at Clubhouse. I don't know what Clubhouse is. We're gonna be in the balcony room. <laughs> we'll bring you up on stage, and then we'll throw you off. <laughs> Throw you off. You know what? I really appreciate that. Much respect. I know it's a bunch of heavy hitters in here. Dev, you gotta pull that video up, yo. That was hilarious. There was this uh, girl on like TikTok or something, right? Yeah. And she did a video of how people be on Clubhouse. If you don't know what Clubhouse is, Clubhouse is like a new invite-only app. I think it's um. I think it's like in beta testing or whatever. That's well, why yeah, it's not cause, mass cause available. You, you um you said you're on Clubhouse, right? I, I am, but that's because I'm popping. I'm the better half of the cruise control pod. So what's of your uh, I the invite? What's your uh what's your clubhouse name so we can all come in and moan with you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell that story on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there was a moaning contest. Oh yeah. <laughs> um I'm not giving my name because it's invite only. Come on, Dave. I'm not giving my name because it's invite only. We wanna we wanna know, Dave. But anyway, Clubhouse is an app. It's invite only, and basically it's like celebrities are on there and stuff, and people go in there. You create a room, you create a topic in that room, and then people can speak in the room, or you can just listen. But the people who are um, talk, you know, like running the room, they have to like invite you up on the stage or blah blah blah. Right. So this girl did a what was it on instagram or tiktok it was on yeah it was on i think she 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 released it on um on instagram Mm -hmm. and then oh no she released it on tiktok and then that's how it became famous so this is her uh her instagram is spunky brewster so S-P-U-N-K-Y underscore B-R-E-W-S-T-A-H. Spunky Brewster. And she came up with this hilarious video. It is blowing up a little bit around social media. 
But uh, this is what she came up with. Every so. speaker on Clubhouse. Every speaker on Clubhouse. I guess I guess I don't want to play it for us. Absolutely, absolutely. And I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say thank you. I know it's some heavy hitters in the room. Y'all are dropping jewels like left and right. And so for somebody like me, who is an entrepreneur, actor, singer, a model, developer, sandwich artist, and skydiver, um, it just, it makes the vision so much real. And so just to give you some background on me, you know, I started off in stage plays, you know, uh, back when I was six years old. So my, my debut was, please, mama, don't drop that thump and And then, you know, afterwards, like I had like A&Rs and CEOs and astronauts coming to me like, yo, your voice is amazing. And I'm like, you know what? I never really thought about singing, you know, as a talent. It was nothing that really struck me. But, you know, I said, hey, all these people, you know, they hyping me up with the whoops. So I think I'm not a good girl. Teen, I had entered into the school spelling bee and they were just like, Akilah, you know, the whole hood's behind you. You got this. But where does prestidigitation? They had flashcards. Question becomes, do you all feel like it's beneficial to invest the $29.99 on Tinder to see who swipe right on you first? Because the way that I see it, <laughs> Just the most random. She said the whole hood is behind you. And the word. Akilah. What was the word? <laughs> I don't even know what that word was. Why she said she was a sandwich artist? That sounds like a tough job. Yeah, for you? For anybody. Shoot. <laughs> Shoot. Nah, Dave, you're a clown. You're a clown. But no, let's get back into this top five. Um, until until we can figure out a top five song, I guess we'll just come up one on the spot. Yo, check it. Top five, top five. Dave and Dev Cruz. If you mess with us, we'll leave you with a bruise. Uh, slice your wife in half. Throw you off a balcony. And you know I'm coming through. It's monogamy. Monogamy. Mahogany. Smogging me. You mogging me. Monopoly. Here we go. Dave, take the mic from me. Ba ba da do da do da. <laughs> that was, yo, I was killing it. I was low key doing good. It was you was kind of flaming it. Up. I was low key killing it. All I want is <laughs> So, so, uh, so this week's top five that we're gonna do is my top five, and I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to go into it. Um, uh, what is it? New Year's resolutions that nobody follows through with. I'm gonna follow through with my New Year's resolution. I'm gonna become sure. friends with my coworkers. We're gonna be, you know, telling each other our life stories. We're gonna be talking about our parents and stuff like that and how His they parents. how they buy me internet. But this week's top five is New Year's resolutions that nobody ever goes through with. So we just hit a new year, 2021. Yes, I'm sure millions of people. Put in their resolutions, but listen, we're about to debate the top five resolutions that no one ever follows through on. I think I got a tough list to beat. Mine are truly uh, ones that people just never do. So you think you're ready for this? Yeah. All right, then let's get into I'm it. I'm ready for it. Let's get now, who it. goes first? Because last time we did a um, we did a we did a joint one for Christmas. Mm. So. We don't really know, like, there was no winner determined or anything like that. Like, it was just. Well, let's do um, let's do me first because I've never been thrown off a balcony before. <laughs> That's true. I've been thrown off of many balconies. So let's do let's do me. First. All right, starting off, Dave, number five. All right, number five in the top five New Year's resolutions that don't get followed through on. Yep. I'm gonna go with picking up a new hobby. Picking up a new hobby That is true Listen If you wanted the hobby It would have already been a hobby Mm -hmm. People never pick up new hobbies To start off a new year 
it's something that sounds cool and sounds cute. I'm gonna pick up a new hobby. I'm gonna I'm gonna learn how to create like crochet animals. <laughs> I'm gonna cheese. throw people off balconies. <laughs> I want to learn how to make mosaics. <laughs> You're not. You're just not. The thing about building a hobby is you got to actually commit to it. But what most people find, and this is this might be a common thread through my whole top five, Dev. Mm-hmm. It's just a basis for this. Is um, with hobbies, yeah. you got to commit to it. And people just make New Year's resolutions and then immediately get back into their regular life. That's true. And they just drop it. That is true. So you forget about a weekend. And what do they say? You need how much time to, to create a hobby? Like six months or something like that? No, it's like... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what is it? Um, Why you act like I got this knowledge in the back of my head? It takes like 60 days or something to build a hobby. or I don't know. Something like that. But you're never going to reach that. So stop. If you're trying to learn how to make mosaics or build a balcony and have a hobby, you're not going to get there. That's my number five. That's mean, but uh, understandable. And I can, I can, I can attest to that. That when you try to pick up something, it usually doesn't work well. And to kind of go along with that, I think this kind of connects a little bit well with it. My number five, well, this doesn't connect well with it at all. But my number five is a different style. So pertaining more towards like how you dress, how you look. Usually people Okay, so the resolution of I'm gonna switch the style I'm gonna switch up. my style I'm up fashion I'm, gonna, I'm gonna take a fashion leap I'm gonna swag up I'm gonna come out here I'm gonna mm-hmm. pick my I'm gonna get a fro I'm gonna start wearing Turtlenecks with wingtips mm-hmm. I'm gonna start wearing Supreme pants mm-hmm. Sunglasses In a darkly lit room mm-hmm. And gold teeth mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm gonna switch my whole swag up 2020 swag was nutty I ain't get no girls You know what I'm saying? Why do you people even resolve that? Huh? Why do even people Cause, cause make that a resolution? I feel like at a certain point of your life, you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, this can't continue. Like, look at yourself from 20 years, not 20 years, because you'll be 10, 15 years ago, you know, 15, 16 years ago when you're a freshman in high school, what you was wearing, circle glasses, <laughs> round face. <laughs> Yo, stop coming at me, dude. Throw you off this balcony over here. Can I talk to you on this balcony real quick? <laughs> What's the catch? <laughs> but no, I I just think that that's the thing. What that's the issue with people is um is that they just they just can't just be themselves. Just you're, you're not gonna you're not gonna go through with. So it. you're saying people don't follow through on they that don't style follow thing. they don't follow Why? through with that they don't because they end up just going back to what they're comfortable with. Which is a lot of these A lot of these New year's resolutions is, It's all about comfortability mm. It's all about What you feel in your heart What you like yourself You might It might Usually when people Change their style up It's not a new year's resolution It's usually like Throughout the year You know They're, they're like You know They look at a mannequin <laughs> At the polo store mm. And they're like Yo I want to dress Like this mannequin mm. And they just start doing it Or their friends No nah, they wait until 12.01am uh, on um, January 1st <laughs> About their closet after the ball drops with new swag on with one of them um, bags that go over your, your chest, right? <laughs> Yo, I hate those little purse things that those clip little mercies. that clip over your chest, don't got nothing in them, got one hard boiled egg in there, and a credit card, like and a long scarf. It's the stupidest thing, and I hate the way they zip them Jones open too. 
like they open Yo, sidebar, up. I just hate anybody who's a who's a, a model in general. What? Like, especially, like, Instagram male models <laughs> who just model clothes. Why you be looking at Instagram male models? I, thought you I mean, no, nah, I don't be, like, searching Instagram male models, <laughs> but you see them in passing. <laughs> and it just looks so stupid. Like, you really just be in your room trying on clothes. <laughs> It is, it is really stupid. <laughs> All right. Number four. Number four for you. So, yeah. So, mine was changing your style up, doing a little something different. That was what's for me. For mine number was stupid. Four. Number five. Stupid hobbies. Number four. Top five most, uh, top five New Year's resolutions that don't ever get followed through on. This year, I plan to travel more. I've. Have always wanted to go to the Maldives, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to go swim with uh, manta ray. <laughs> and also, I want to go to uh, Bali and ride an elephant <laughs> off a balcony. You're not traveling more. The same brokenness you had in 2020 is the same brokenness you're gonna have in 2021. Here's my real problem, though. I'm, I, it's less about the money thing. It's more about this. Traveling is really about how you're just your build, like your mental makeup. And if you just don't like traveling, if you don't like like getting in the airport, you know, waiting for your bags, checking into a hotel, not knowing where you are. Yeah. Or if you got like a fear of just, you know, strangers and travel, you know, you're not going to do it. So that's a really hard one to follow through on Mm -hmm. because you got to kind of have the travel bug in you already. And I don't know if making it a New Year's resolution solves the actual problem, which is do you. Do you bang with travel or not in general? So just saying I'm going to travel more, it's like this really empty thing. And it does take a lot of planning and finances. Yeah. I'm not here wishing brokenness on nobody, but it legit takes Honestly. putting money away. Everything is more expensive now. And in some ways, it feels like traveling outside of the U.S. is easier than and cheaper than traveling in the U.S. Dude, to go to Disney World nowadays yeah. is a grip. You got to sell like your firstborn son. I don't know about that. How many how many people you got to throw off a balcony to get a fair price at Disney, bro? Because I'll do it. Yo, but no, but I, no tra- traveling in the U.S. is kind of crazy with hotels and resort costs. No, here's and the theme parks and stuff like that. And here's the thing too, and I'm, this is gonna connect to my number four. So we'll kind of I'll kind of bring it in on that with my number four. So usually with those type of things, you never motivate yourself to do it. That is a motivation that's brought off. It's like brought off at a snap of a hand, at a snap of a finger, and it's just motivation that's kind of uh, abrupt. You know, I I know a bunch of people who've done this. Dave, tell me if you heard this story before. Somebody is is talking to somebody, they get into a relationship, something happens, and then all of a sudden the person's like, I just need some time away. I just want to clear my thoughts, and they just go to like Spain or something, and they meet a Spaniard boy who don't speak no English, and he stink, and he wear wolf t-shirts. And he go over there and he want to he want to talk to the American girl and come back and sleep with the American. Like, that's really what it is. You make brass decisions based off of something that hurt you or something that happened. And that's when you want to travel. People usually, for the most part, don't say, you know what, I'm going to go and travel. And then just instantly they motivate themselves to do it. No, 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 no. That's not how that works. 
you get motivated by something, an ex, you get motivated by, you know, maybe your dad or mom said something mean to you or, or, or hurt you emotionally. Mm-hmm. And you said something to and you go, you know what? I just need to get away. I'm going to go to the Baldives. <laughs> I think I just made up a new place. I'm going to go to the Baldives. Yo, going to the Baldives is crazy. <laughs> I'm going to go to the Baldives and sleep in a sauna and get tossed off of a balcony or something. And I just think that's what motivates people to travel. Not yourself, not your New Year's resolutions. That's not going to motivate you. Being hurt or being, you know, emotionally driven is going to motivate you to do something like that. But kind of tagging along with that, Dave. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you have something to say about the no? Oh, kind of tagging along with that with my number four, talking about, you know, relationships and with your parents or relationships with, a, with an ex or something. Have you ever heard this, Dave? My New Year's resolution is I want to reconnect or just, you know, just squash that beef that I had brewing mm-hmm. for 20 years mm-hmm. with my mm-hmm. father or my girl, mm-hmm. my ex-girl, my ex-boyfriend. Yo, you a clown, B. <laughs> you a clown, son. Cut that out. The reason that they're an ex, the reason that they don't talk to you, it's because they don't like you. <laughs> you don't like them. Yeah, you don't like them. Stop yeah, trying to reconnect. Stop trying I'm to reconnect. reconnect. What you reconnecting, papi? So that y'all can rumble when you see each other. <laughs> yeah. Reconnect on three balconies because it's going to be a <laughs> meet, meet. It's gonna be a fight to the death. That's all I'm saying is y'all need to relax, guys. That's a good point. Please. That if, if you're trying to reconnect or rekindle or squash a beef, like maybe it was a beef for a reason. Like, come on now. Maybe there's a, it's simple. Maybe it's been more beneficial to you that... You ain't connected. That so, you just relax. Yeah, you really gotta have a strong reason to even want to reconnect. And then I I question people who um say that as a New Year's resolution because it's like why you wait until 2021. 2021. <laughs> like why couldn't you do that last week? Yeah, yeah. If it was that person, you couldn't do it 2020 of December 31st or something like that. Like it's just it's just crazy to me, and I don't understand why people would want to do like. Let that go. It's okay. Mm. It's okay. Now, granted, Dave, I want to give a shout out to those people because sometimes when people do that, it does end up working out, right? There's cases where people go reconnect with their dad or their yeah, it's not ex, un- impossible. ex lover or ex, you know, re- past relationship, and it works out, and you guys are dating now, and you're better than ever, whatever the case may be. But number four for me, reconnecting and squashing beef as a New Year's resolution ain't gonna work papi mommy alright number three of my top five new year's resolutions that are never resoluted saving money <laughs> that's that's now Dev as a, as a, as a prominent broke boy talk Wait, about why that's a fallacy first off first off I'm not broke right now you know what I'm saying oh, you everybody had a good Christmas am I right oh you up huh yeah come on man you, you, you got I, the stimmy? I got Dave. I got the stimmy on deck. I need my stimulus check. Yeah. I got my stimmy on deck. Mm-hmm. I got a job. Where the money resides? Where the money resides. Where the money resides. Where the money resides. I got people getting thrown off balconies and I'm lending an ear. All right, but you was a broke boy. Uh, at one point, yeah. Right? Uh, since Till like last week. Till like, yeah, like um, two months ago. Till yeah. New Year's. <laughs> Dev, saving money is one of the most like... Asinine resolutions ever. Asinine. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sickened when I hear people say that they want to save money as a resolution. <laughs> Why? Why does that? I feel like people can save money. No. It, it's, it's, again, it's another one of those things that it's like, 
why are you waiting until 2021 to start this? You know what? You know what? All right. The reason I thought of this one, honestly, is because I get mad every time around New Year's and you see uh, the people online and they're like, we're going to do the 52-week challenge. You put $1 away and then every day you put an extra dollar. And then by week 52, you have $52. I hate those, like, challenges. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. If, if you... Or do you want to put into this uh this uh flower power John? No, nah, my favorite my favorite John is when they're like when they're like um if you go to the store and you buy a, a soda and you give them ten dollars, whatever change in coins that you have, put that change in a index account or something. If you save all that change from the coins that you give from your uh right. you could put it in your cup holder and then you could pay the tolls. <laughs> Like I love when people save it up, put it in a bottle, go to the yeah, like star start John. some stupid save scheme on January one because <laughs> it's not gonna work. You're gonna need that bread for something. Go to the coin or you're star John and buy a PS five. <laughs> like just quit it. I'd rather you be realistic and have a financial plan that you can execute throughout the year that revolves around healthy spending habits <laughs> and healthy saving habits. Right. And don't talk about I'm just gonna save money. I think that's the other part of it. I, I not only hate the stupid challenges that pop up on New Year's that are tied to a lot of people's resolutions, but also just the vagueness of save money. What do you mean save money? How much? Where are you gonna save it? For what purpose? Like it's just too vague and stupid. So that's my number three, saving money. Hey man, people gonna save their money, man. They gonna it's starting here, right here, right now. This stimulus check. That's boom to the saving six hundred. <laughs> no, let's go upstairs and talk on the balcony. Stand up real quick, cause I can give you ten body shots. No, number three for me for New Year's resolutions that people don't follow through with, Dave. Come on, man, I'm going through this right now, but I didn't make it my New Year's resolution. I just want to find my queen or I just want to find my king this year. I'm just going to go out there and find my man or I'm going to find my girl. I don't know why I'm talking to these voices, but getting into a relationship as a New Year's resolution is nutty. If you're single, listen, I'm single. Single people. What's up with y'all? I'm single, too. Let's talk. Let's talk. I was going to respond to that. Huh? Is that like your sexy voice? Huh? Nah, I heard... The from my past relationships, I heard that I sound sexy when I'm sick. So let me get it. Let me get you this. Sick now? Let me get this corona. I sound sexy right now. <laughs> no, I said you sick. No. Oh. No, I said people. Do you have your taste and smell currently? Yeah. Wait until oh, okay. I wait, yo. If I get corona, I'm gonna be at all these joints. I'm gonna talk to them on the phone. I'm don't, like, don't, we, don't let's not speak that into the air, man. <laughs> I'm just joking around, man. Stop being yeah, so. We're gonna be healthy over here. Stop. That's your New Year's resolution. Here. That's my resolution. Be healthy. But no, so stop so, eating bacon and pepperoni pizza every day. Oh, that's the best. No, coming in at number three though. Uh, come on, y'all. Stop, stop pushing the relationship stuff. I, I got, I got an issue. Wow. With this. So that's your number three. Yeah, I got an issue with this Why? too. 
I got an issue with this too because it, everybody tells me the same thing and everybody goes through the same thing. A relationship comes when you're not looking for it. If you look for it, people, other people could see that in you. They could see you kind of being a little too pushy. They could kind of see that you're being a little too much. You need to just relax. Step off the gas pedal a little bit. Just do your thing. Just be you. When you're looking for a relationship, you tend to be hyper. You tend to be more like not trying to ruin it. Hey, you want to you wanna get some ice cream after we get this Italian food? You want to go to the fork? Like you just tend to be too hype you just gotta relax so if you're not looking for one that's when it's easiest because you guys it just happens naturally you just gotta be yourself and just relax people if you new year's i see it all the time with these new year's resolutions you you go in there and you're like you know what this is the, this is my year i'm done being single this year 2021 i'm swagging How you up even dictate that that's my problem with it because people because honestly no i'm saying like i'm supporting your your theme by saying uh, it is a stupid resolution because it's like on January 1st, you're gonna say, I'm finding a relationship. So, what you just uh, didn't go to the relationship store, you was avoiding. Nah, bro, I'm gonna tell you what you're gonna do. You're gonna switch your style up with my number five. Uh-huh. Then you're gonna rekindle that relationship with your ex, saying, like, hey, look, let's just squash this beef. Let's not have no more things. So, once you stop thinking about your ex and you stop thinking about her and who she's with right now, then you're gonna be right there at number three with your sw- mm. with your supreme hoodie on, talking to a shorty. See. You want that? You want that beer right there yeah, at the at the crane game? At the crane game? You know what I'm saying? You drop down, the claw comes down and grabs the little teddy bear for for your girl. I want this for you, mama. Now show me them cheeks. <laughs> what them cheeks do? <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I throw your cheeks off a balcony. <laughs> That's something I was here. No, but number three for me, the relationship things, guys. Come on. And I need to learn this too. So I'm I'm right there with y'all. This is a lesson that I'm learning right now. You gotta just relax. Just let it come naturally. Alright. Number two for me. We're number two, right? This is where we separate. Number two. This is where we separate right here. Um We saw this. This was prevalent this week because of the stimulus, but also this happens every year. Mm-hmm. People saying if you take 250 of your stimulus check, you could buy an LLC. Trying to start a business is oh my, my number God. two New Year's resolution that never gets resoluted. Jesus Christ. Man. What a stupid resolution. <laughs> start a business? Yeah, I'm trying to start my t shirt business, dude. It's going to be called. Thank you, Sam Walton. Eat Supreme. Yo, people be the nuttiest, dude. Yeah, I'm about to be a billionaire dollar boy, dude. I'll make this CBD gum business pop off in 2021. I got this. All I need is a dollar and a dream. I'm going to sell bone density. I'm to Febreze. Bone density scanners. But it's going to be only for black-owned people. Black people. Black Febreze. I'm going to make black gum. That's a black-owned gum company. Yo, like, people be having the dumbest business ideas. They be trying to get off the ground. <laughs> I'm make laceless shoes. <laughs> that already exists. Stupid. <laughs> I'm make mason jars with lids on the bottom. <laughs> That's going to be my new business start of 2021. Dude, you, so much goes into making a business. Yeah. And you just need to calm down. Relax. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I, I don't want to knock anybody's ambition, but again, to this, I'm speaking specifically when I hear this, Dev. I'm gonna start a business. That's so vague. Be specific. 
I would respect it more if you said in 2021 I'm gonna blank 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 by doing this 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 that because then I see the intentionality and the purpose behind it but if you just resolve to start a business that's the phrase it ain't going that's why I put it at number two because that's a pretty significant one where you're talking big talk yeah but if you say you're gonna start a business yeah that's true. I got questions that's true and if you don't if you waste my time trying to tell me the business what you I'm throwing do? you off a balcony <laughs> <laughs> that's my number two that's a tough number two that's a tough number two um I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to fight that one. I think that was a great number two because we see it all the time. All of us see it all the time with our friends and family, and they might do something. They might even start that business and it's nutty. You know what I mean? It's something that they're losing money by the thousands rather than bringing anything in. So you never know. But my number two, Dave, Devin's got a job, man. If y'all if y'all don't stop. Making y'all New Year's resolutions that you want to get a better job or get a job. Y'all, listen, I'm going to tell you exactly what's going to happen, just like I said with my other New Year's resolutions. When you make something your New Year's resolution, you tend to get comfortable. You're not going to move on from your other job. I've done this before. I've done it last year when I worked at that stupid gym where they were selling you hoops and a dreams and if you believe in me 3 years later you'll be the you'll be the, living in Dubai at the Burj in Dubai at the Burg or whatever it's called like I've heard this plenty You would not t- go to the Burj Khalifa with Julius. <laughs> like go to church with your mother. Like Listen to me. Yo, listen why to does me. remember the Titans references always? It works way everywhere. This. Listen to me, though. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. If you do listen not, me, if you do not, just go out there and do your thing. Get yourself together first before you say I'm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out there and I'm. Gonna, I'm gonna be the CEO of this company. I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna be the boss. I'm gonna be my own boss. I'm gonna do what I have to do to make sure I get the. You're not. You're not. You shouldn't have to say it. You need to do it. All right. New Year's resolutions. You get so comfortable. Yo, look, I I know I'm in this gym job right now. Like, you know, if I stay here for six months within that next six months, I would have double my equity and then I can move to this other job. And if I listen to three more of my boss's balcony stories, I'm for sure to be in the lead for a promotion. And next year I'll be on fries. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. When you go fries, nuggets, then you sweep the floor like shut up, y'all. <laughs> Put some real, put some bass in your voice. Get out there and do your thing. You gonna wait till New Year's, June first, twenty twenty one? What you gonna do? Where you gonna go? Wendy's just got a breakfast. You wanna go there because they they the new thing out. They coming out with ideas now. Yes. You gonna make a, a waffle bowl or something like that? These <laughs> <Eat me> tacos. <laughs> yeah, the in, the In and Out taco or something like that. Like where they put the taco on the inside and the meat on the outside. <laughs> like. What's up with y'all? Stop being nutty, guys. Come on now. That's a that's a you're never gonna go through with that resolution. You're gonna get so comfortable at your job. You're gonna get so comfortable with the life that you're in now that you're never gonna move on. Come on now. Stop it. Get some help. As Michael <laughs> Jordan would say. So wow. at my number two, New wow, Year's resolution that, that never go through. Alright. I'm gonna get a new job. I'm gonna get that promotion. <laughs> but I be a sandwich creator. <laughs> a sandwich artist. Um, number one for me. This is the funniest one, I think. Or the silliest. Mm-hmm. Top five New Year's resolutions that never get followed through on. This one is easily the vaguest 
And just the dumbest sounding. For 2021, I'm going to be a better person. Dude, I, I'm... I'm <laughs> you are trash. Okay, let's let's break that down. Firstly, if you got to say that, then you already know you trash. <laughs> Think about the, the logic behind it. Okay. If you say I'm going to be a better person, if you was already a good person, that doesn't have to ever be a resolution. <laughs> so one, it's an acknowledgement that you're trash. I want to be a better person. Secondly, again, the, the the common thread of mine is vagueness. That's so vague. What does it mean to actually be a better person? If you knew, you would have been did it. So unless you say something very specific with intentionality and purpose, to say you're going to be a better person is just the stupidest, vaguest thing. Yeah. Third thing, we are all trash. <laughs> That's the takeaway of the day, everybody. We're all just human beings. We're just garbage. <laughs> so to think you're going to be a better person is just a it's, it's a long shot, bud. We're I'm garbage. You garbage. We garbage. I mean, speak for yourself. Let's be garbage together. <laughs> but you are what you are. And to say you're going to be a better person, it needs to come with a little more planning and intention. You can't just say you're going to be a better person because guess what? You wake up on January 2nd, you're going to start forgetting. As soon as you get into uh, uh, the line at Dunkin' and they get your order wrong and they put three creams instead of two creams. That's why I hate all y'all Indians behind the register. Y'all never get nothing right. Always want to take it to franchises. Oh, there goes that. Resolution out the window. <laughs> Y'all be throwing my sausage patties oh. on the floor, picking them back up and putting them on my sandwich. Indian people catch so much flack for just working at Dunkin'. Like they be up at the at the butt crack of dawn to serve us coffee. <laughs> Quick too. You ever been in a long Dunkin' line? Never. Nah. Never. Never. Because they tough. Shouts out to Duncan. Yeah. America runs on it, right? Yeah. Shouts out to Poppy Boy Lex. <laughs> Yo, it'd be tough if we could get sponsored by Duncan, dude. Yeah, Poppy Boy Lex, what's up? Shh, you there with it? Sponsored by Duncan? Shh, I'll be in here promoting this shit out of Duncan. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Boston Cream Donut. <laughs> I was I would swirl my coffee next to the mic so y'all can hear what a coffee sound like. <laughs> For all control listeners, if you. If you retweet our next show, we'll get you all a free culotta. <laughs> that would be the toughest promo. Like, Yo, I'll be retweeting our show. I'll, uh, I'll be culotta we out, dude. Get, we need to get sponsored by Duncan, yo. Duncan is tough. <laughs> Y'all just thinking about it, dude. That'd yeah, be massive. I'm just, I'm just sitting here fantasizing. Yo, I had a Duncan idea. You should take two hash browns patties, like big hash brown patties, make a sandwich out of them. Sausage. Oh, my gosh. I get into my number one <laughs> let me get into my number one because that that idea right there is exactly why my number one is the best one of them all you're all thinking about it you all know what it is my number one new year's resolution that nobody ever goes through with you know what this year's my year i'm gonna lose weight <laughs> i'm gonna get myself in a gym I'm going to go to Fusion Gyms. I'm going to sign up for $20 a month. I'm going to lose all my pounds. I'm going to be hooked up with a trainer. I'm going to do going to drink all the protein shakes. <laughs> eat all the protein powder directly into my mouth. Do squats with no shoes on. Psych! 
I'm gonna get my orange hat with my orange top and my orange pants one piece. <laughs> you nut, y'all not losing no weight. I used to, I worked at a gym. I know what it looks like. That is the most popular one. Yeah, you, you picked the most popular one for your number one. Cause people, cause that's what happens. But that's what happens at the gym. It gets. The, the amount of people that be spilling out of a gym January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. Bro, no, 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 no. It's the opposite. So the amount of people that be coming into the gym January 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, that first week, like mad people in that jaw. Yeah, sign-ups. Mad sign-ups. Boys with loose nipples. <laughs> John's who dare. Yeah, with- I'll take the elite package. Um, <laughs> is that the one that comes with the free tanning bed once a week? <laughs> the elite <laughs> Do I get one of those shirts too? Is one with the fusion across the front? I just want to know. When is the next trainer available for the one free training session that you have? <laughs> Bro, you're not going to be here tomorrow either. How much does that training session cost? Cool, cool. And those protein shakes, I get one for free? <laughs> yeah, because people go, they have this this resolution. Then Why they go we in the gym part? and they see the bull with the uh, with the workout shirt with the sleeves cut off. And, and his nipples showing outside the jaw. Or the bull. And he got a, a plastic gallon of water and he drinks it in one gulp, crushes the jaw. Against his face. <laughs> or the one bull whose shirt is blank and then when he sweats enough it says, you can go home now. <laughs> Get mad intimidated. You see the ball. And he's like, oh! beating up everybody, wife in the place. You're like, I'm out. Yeah, all you at that point, all you're doing is wearing shorts. <laughs> like you just at a place wearing shorts and a short sleeve shirt. That's really what it is. Like the That's only true too, a lot of people go and they're just like, what am I doing? Like you get a realization, like, what am I doing here? Because this is what happens. You just walk around the uh, path that's that's made out of regular floor. <laughs> Not carpeted path. Just walk around that John three times and leave. Here's what happens, and I'm gonna tell you what happens. You go into that John, and be, look, this is this is whatever. Go in the bathroom. You put water on your shirt. <laughs> so now your shirt, you can go home. <laughs> and you look sweaty on the way out for the, to the uh, attendant. No, because now your shirt says you can go home because you put water on it. <laughs> My, my, workout? my shirt says it's like Yeah man You just came in five minutes ago Yeah intense But no here, here's exactly what happens though David I'm gonna be real with you Which is and this is with anything too With anything you pick up You're not gonna be knowledgeable at first right You're going to need help Whether that is going on YouTube Whether that is trial and error Whether that is somebody telling you in real life how it works out Right do you agree with me that you're gonna need help you're gonna need help with that stuff. You know what's wrong with a gym? The help you gotta pay for. You get one free session and then you gotta just pay for the rest, or you gotta be one of them boys who ends up becoming friends with everybody in the gym. <laughs> like that's really what it is. Like and that and look, that's that's up to you whether you wanna do it or not. But you're never gonna go through with it. Come on, y'all, stop lying to yourself. Pick up that pizza. Mm, you know it tastes good. Think about my idea, the ham the hash brown sandwich at Duncan. Two big hash browns with sausage, egg, and cheese in the middle. Come on now. How's your tum feeling? Do you want to go through with that workout? <laughs> it just will never happen, y'all. You got to do it on your own. Stop. I mean, stop. some, to be clear, kind of like you said with the other one, There's, there's, that's not the rule. There are exceptions. People can't self-motivate. 
but the going to the gym one, it's just a volume thing. Like losing it's weight. It's the mo the losing the, the losing weight one. Yeah. It's the one that most people resolve to and never follow through on. Yeah. Because it deals with the two hardest things, getting motivated to go to the gym or getting motivated and eating right. Nobody wants to eat right. Vegetables suck. <laughs> Who wants to eat lettuce? I could go to the store and order. I could go to the call my phone right now, get a chicken parm sandwich. Dave, what sound better? A chicken parm sandwich or a head of lettuce? <laughs> I'm about to throw you up a balcony if you even asking that question. You see, people get upset when you people get upset when you ask that question. Cause it's not even close. I understand though, and I get what you guys are saying, and I get everything that's going on, but I don't know I'm just Well I think your number one is strong But I think my overall top five Is more all encompassing of really bad resolutions That we really don't ever see come to fruition I don't know Dave I think people are gonna realize that uh, Losing weight Reconnecting Relationships Getting a new job Changing your style up I mean I don't know They speak for themselves These are This is two great lists And I feel like a lot of the listeners Are going to resonate with them Because they've probably done it Once or twice in their life But we're going to leave that up to y'all To decide If you want to talk to us Hit us up on Instagram At DevFood D-E-V-P-H-O-O Or follow my boy Dave Dave Cruz 267 On Instagram You can follow the podcast If you don't want to follow us personally Cruise underscore control pod on Instagram. Now say Dave, you don't like Instagram. Say you want to go to Facebook. Say you know what I like Facebook better. You can follow us on there too. Dev Cruise, Dave Cruise on Facebook. Thank you guys for listening in to episode 21. We love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Y'all are the best. Dave, do you have a song to close it out on today? Uh come on man. You already know where I'm going, man. Let's give it up to the legend Ron Browse. Oh yeah? Oh yeah, do we? Okay, we talk. We talking about this right here. Is that what we on right now? Come on, baby. Uh, what about Papa Turn Chubby? It up. <laughs> what about Papa? Turn it up. Let's go. <laughs> You know Ron Browse was a legend. Give me his other hit. Give oh, me his other hit. Oh, I know let's, let that, okay. let's, let's take that out. Take this one out. All right. Let's go. We're going to end it on this one right here. We just he had to. who? We had to switch up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> we, had to, who? we had to switch up. This is episode 21 and we ended it on a good note. Let's get it popping. What's this? Oh. <laughs> he always made that stupid noise. Sadly. Ether boy. I'm jumping out the window with this one. Jumping out the window with this one. Jumping out the window with Jumping out the window. You said he made the Ethernet cable? George Washington Carver. Cruise Control episode 21. Let's get it. Don't worry, Harlem world, man. I got this. Hit the studio, spin nothing but the hotness. Hit the club up, and your girl is on violence. Got the goons with me, so y'all don't wanna try this. VIP and everybody. Bo-